Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Getting Hammered. This one coming to you on Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I know some people hate it, but whatever. I'm wishing you joy nonetheless. And look, I got my themed sweater on for it, which is some real planning on my part. You can check out the YouTube at Getting Hammered Podcast to see what that is. We got a lot going on. Of course, news broke right after we finished the podcast last week. Again, double news breaking. So we're going to get to the president's press conference. We're going to talk a lot of Super Bowl. I got an update from the Senate map that I think is important and some updates from Israel. But before we get to that, Vic, how's it going? Hello, Mary Catherine. And happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. Uh, Speaking of Valentine's Day gifts, your husband gave me a gift. It was for Christmas, but I'm Mm -hmm. only doing this now and I'm enjoying his gift now. Nice. There's something weird about saying that, by the way. (laughs) Mary Catherine, I'm enjoying your husband's gift. It feels great. On Valentine's Day. Tell him Day. he was right. It feels amazing. No, what he what he got me, if you're wondering, is a power press. Mm-hmm. So it's a collapsible board. You put it on the ground. It's got pegs, and you put the handles in the pegs right. in a bunch of different positions to work out different push-up things. Right. You know, diagonals, and you work out your tries and your chest and everything else. And I began it this week. Now, as you know, I'm still recovering from sciatica. Yes, be careful. So I have to be careful. And then I had to look up the videos because the terminology okay. is so complex. There are things like uh, Russian twists, mountain climbers. I'm like, what positions are these? <laughs> well, oh, this is for working out. Oh, yes. this is for the workout. Okay, windshield wipers. What's happening here? <laughs> Which Valentine's touch, Day thing is this? Leg touch, you know? So I'm <laughs> like, what is yes, the Valentine's Day gift? <laughs> Wrong gift. So starting that, it's very interesting for me, I would say, because the I do I push ups. I mean, I the weightlifting thing is not my problem. Right. It's the the other section of. Have you seen the board? It's it's. Oh the, yeah. And there's the there's abs, and then there's plyocardio. You know, and I took two years later, and I don't even know what the plyo no, is. What lot, is the plyo? There's a lot plyo? going on. You know? So I, need a personal trainer certification to read this board. Yes. Yeah. No. So I watched the videos. I would say the trickiest thing for me in my back is burpees. Okay. Well, yeah. That makes that, sense. It's like, oh, what's happening here? Are there, you know, because then you do the, the jump thing. And then I like jumping. And it turns out now I'm healed enough. I can jump again. There so you that's go. really the, the jump squats are great. Oh, here's a fun one. Skier. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, one. yeah. And you have to move your legs back and forth. See, if you only you have to watch the <laughs> video know. to understand. <laughs> you can see my movie because they actually move their arms back and I forth. Didn't know like the this. Video, I didn't know that the board was capable of all of this. Oh, my and now gosh. Now I know. Well, you know, board is only part of it, but as you, you can see, it's making a difference already. <laughs> Mary Catherine, how are you? I am good. I actually, on a on a similar note, oh. went to, went to the gym yesterday, and I'm very sore now because it's like the the social like dynamics of the gym. It's a little odd sometimes. And you I mean was at a, people are watching? No, no, no. I'll tell you about the, this. Is the interaction I had? I was next right next to somebody this is orange theory so we're in like two stations and we have our you know weights on the wall here uh, racked yeah. and we were doing chest presses and like alternating whatever anyway stuff with the arms and the shoulders and i was feeling okay about i was looking at my rack and i was like maybe 20s you were looking at your what oh, sorry <laughs> dang it it's a weight what rack, Vic. Well, that, but, oh, 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 I see. I see. Okay. All right. I mean, there's mirrors. I look at myself and the way, when I work out. The way it works at this gym is that there's differing sets. So you might have a 25 as your highest weight oh, or sure. you might have a 20. Right. I looked over and I was like, 
20. I feel comfortable with that. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not going crazy today. Okay. I'm going to do my presses with the Ooh, 20s. Oh, wow. And the girl next to me says, "Can I use your 20s?" Oh. She has the 25s. Oh, so now you So now switch. I have to decide am I going to tell this chick that I kind of wanted to do the 20s and I'm I'm intimidated by the 25s? Not really intimidated. I was just frankly kind of lazy, but I I broke and I said, "Yeah, sure." I'd love to do 25s. That sounds great. So we do all the whole segment. Wow. With 25-pound dumbbells. And Mary Cat. My shoulders are very sore. But you know what that means? That's a good feeling. I'm building muscle. Yes. And that's you shredded. What, that's what that you is. You shredded that muscle, and now it's rebinding and getting bigger. <laughs> and, do you remember this? If I only I to... weren't in my 40s, it would rebind so much faster. I'm, you know what? I, I, I want you to recall, though. You, I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, you and uh, your husband were at our house. And at some point in time, we had broken up in the conversation and you were talking with Kate and we're talking about workout routines. Yeah. And you were just like, well, your, your big concern, though, with working out with weights is you don't want to bulk up. And immediately, Steve just like, stop everything. He came over no, and then is... chewed you out saying that all you ladies talk about no, is bulking up. This it is, never happens. This is and you're great, not going to bulk up. This is That's... great Steve wisdom, which is that women are always concerned about this yeah. and they should be lifting weights and not be right, concerned right, about this right. because to bulk up is yeah. very, very hard. Right. The vast take, majority. You have to take in a bunch of calories. Uh-huh. You have to work yeah. out a lot. You have yeah. to lift very heavy, yeah. heavy things. Yeah. It is good for your bone density. It's good for your weight. It's uh-huh. good for your everything to lift That's weights right. and you will not bulk up. Take it from Steve yeah. who's like, I've been trying to bulk up for years. Right. <laughs> All the men in your life. You're not taking the powder protein drinks, you know. No. No. Speaking Muscle of which, I I don't really, the only thing I planned for Valentine's Day is that I did order an early present for Steve. So he's already gotten it because oh. I gave him the choice oh. whether he could have it early. And it was a t-shirt from Etsy that says, oh, for, all, for all the Bluey fans out there, it says, I play by Lucky's dad's rules. <laughs> if you know Bluey, you will understand. Nice. Right over my head. There is an episode of Bluey, which uh-huh. is a Kids popular cartoon, showdown. very, very popular. Yeah, I think the, the most streamed maybe wow. on streaming services. Little 10-minute episodes about a little dog family in Australia. They're very clever. A lot of like- So they have Australian accents. Yes. My toddler has a slight Australian <laughs> accent. Daddy, daddy. Yes. Walkabout. <laughs> There's one yeah. episode where they play this party game at birthday games and at birthday parties. And the old version of the game in the 80s and 90s was- tougher oh so you'd pass it's called pass the parcel and you would pass a present in a circle sort of like hot potato and when the music stopped you get to take a, a layer of wrapping off of the present oh my gosh now in the olden days there was only one present at the center of the parcel and whoever unwrapped the last layer got the present now of course apparently in australia which is undergoing the same cultural changes as we are it has been wussified so that now when they go to birthday parties Every layer has a present so that every everybody kid gets yay. a little trinket yes. and everyone's happy. It's like musical chairs with the same number of chairs as kids. In this one episode, Lucky's dad, mm-hmm. one of the dog friends, decides we're playing it the old school way. And all the children fall apart <laughs> because they get no present. But it's a good life lesson. There's a good lesson because yep. eventually the children understand, oh, it's very special when you get a present. Yeah. It's not an every time event. Yes. Maybe if I'm patient, it will be more exciting when I get the present for past the parcel. Yeah. And so the kids get to choose and they start choosing Lucky's dad's rules. 
And nice. so that is Steve's. Lucky's dad's rule. So that's a very, that's a very. Uh, it's a deep pull, but yeah. like other dads uh-huh. will 100% understand this. And they will see Steve and they'll go like, yeah, that's a Lucky's dad dad. That is, <laughs> that's exactly right. who that is. Yes. I, I thought you were going to say the lesson is life isn't fair. Which is, <laughs> that is, I mean, yeah, that's, that's basically, basically it. it yes. Etsy, by the way, is great because I got for my daughter over Christmas like a stocking stuff or a coffee mug. And it says Swift T T E A. Oh, cute! And it has like her albums, like a little thing on the side of like the thing. So I anyway, like it. Yeah. That's nice. I have um, no idea what it means. By I might stuff. also there's a there's an Orange Theory Valentine's Day workout, which I feel like that would be a good present for Steve. L- you want to come with me? We'll do the workout together. Let me ask you this, Mary yes. Catherine. Does it matter to you getting flowers on Valentine's Day? So it doesn't because I am highly. Well, I'll probably get some regardless, but I'm highly rational about the economic situation on Valentine's Day and the way that markets work. The flowers are much more expensive on Valentine's Day. The day after Valentine's Day, by the way, if you want to treat yourself, go get yourself a ton of flowers because they're they're giving them away. They're giving them away the day after after Valentine's Day. So I'm cognizant of that part of it. So it's not super important to me. I also don't love to go out on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. I'm fine with it, but I, I just feel like oh, the prices are high, yeah. the crowds are high. It's like service it's is like usually being not great. In, do I want to be in New Food's Orleans so for sad. Mardi Gras, or do I want to just yeah. be in New Orleans on a regular yeah. weekend? Yeah, I want to be in New Orleans yeah. on a regular weekend. Yeah, same thing. Oktoberfest. I've been to Munich several times, not during the time where it's like, you know, every portage on is occupied. I don't need that. Don't so. need it. Yeah. So, oh, St. Patty's Day is another one in an Irish uh, pub. Oh man. Thank you. No, thank you. I'm okay. too old for All that. Right. Okay. I just checking. Of course, my wife is out thinking, hmm, I guess that's why I didn't get flowers. <laughs> I got her something, but I didn't get flowers. I don't mind some nice chocolate, though. I feel like that's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got to go. Okay. <laughs> all righty. Shall we talk about all that is happening? Well, okay. Let's do it. When we last left you, we had just gone over Robert Hers, the special prosecutor's report, just kidding. briefly that broke right before we were Bomb done shot. with the the podcast and talked about how it made reference to Biden's memory and in fact technically he did meet the standards of what would be considered criminal behavior with these classified mm-hmm. documents which by the way any one of us would go down for yeah. just 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 so you know yeah. but by keeping them in a balducci's bag you're saying that yeah, that's not yeah next exactly. to the zappos box is not the place you keep them and by the way he was so the, the reason they didn't prosecute is because his memory was so faulty and he seems like yeah. a well-meaning elderly man that a jury would likely see him that way and it would be hard, right. particularly for a president, to convince the jury that this is criminal behavior and that it was willful. Although he was plenty cognizant and willful when he took the classified document. Yeah, in discussions with his ghostwriter, yes. Mr. Zwanitzer. By the way, I know, this is this is a little bit of a hot take for me, I know that everyone is like, Trump's is so much worse because he didn't cooperate, right? That's mm-hmm. the that's yes, the line. Yes, that's right. Okay, first of all, these things are very analogous, down to the fact that both of them, in a weird detail, bragged to a ghostwriter about the fact that they had classified documents. Like these guys are yeah. weirdly irresponsible in the exact yeah. same way. How much did Biden cooperate when he had the documents knowingly for twelve to fifteen years? Yeah. Before anyone brought it up, yeah. because that's not that cooperative, no, guys. No, and he needed he, but he needed that for his memoirs, where he's going to yeah. talk about you know where what his position was certainly with things like Afghanistan. But right. he also had documents that had people who were working undercover, you know, operatives yeah. 
in foreign countries in his garage or wherever. Okay. okay. So just that's my, my mini hot take. But then he held a press conference because the president, you see, was not happy with the way he was characterized. And so that evening he went out to give a press conference to assure everyone yeah. that he is on top of his game. A recollection of events. There's even reference that I don't remember when my son died. How in the hell dare he raise that? Frankly, when I was asked the question, I thought to myself, it wasn't any of their damn business. Let me tell you something. Some of you have commented, I wear since the day he died, every single day, the rosary he got from Our Lady of... Every Memorial Day, we hold a service remembering him, attending by friends and family and the people who loved him. I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to remind me when he passed away or passed away. Simple truth is, I sat for a five-hour interview over two days of events, going back 40 years. At the same time I was managing an international crisis, their task was to make a decision about whether to move forward with charges in this case. That's their decision to make. That's the council's decision to make. That's his job. And they decided not to move forward. For any extraneous commentary, they don't know. I just want to say this, Mary Catherine, really quickly. In defense of Biden, Mm -hmm. it could very well be that Our Lady did not want to be quoted on the record. And so she's, please don't reveal it's Fatima or Lords or Guadalupe. We don't, please. Which, which please. lady? Which lady? Which lady? Uh, I don't, please don't, don't so reveal. That's, that's sort of indicative of the tone of that press conference, although yeah. it got angrier and louder many times. It happens with certain people. Yeah. With the president turning on the press and accusing them of yelling at him and yes. <laughs> saying every, all is well, all yeah. is well in a very uh, the, animal I'll show stuff. you I'm good. And the, I love the idea of how to, it's none of your darn business when 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 Bo died because you're not supposed to know that. I think they know it and they're asking him if he knows it. It's not like it's a, oh, it's, I'm not going to reveal to you what, what that was. It's a secret. I do not doubt, Mary Catherine, that mm-hmm. that the, the president remembers what happened when his son died. I don't right. doubt that he remembers the details of the day. There's the larger question of does he know what day that is or what year and apparently that's the question but that's sort of a basic again you go back or to sort of basic deme- currently is. A ba- you know basic dementia or alzheimer's questions are, are, are things like okay what month is it they got the month right. right great what season is it well i don't know you know i mean so that could be a thing i do want to say this i have too many thoughts on this long it's okay we can go, we can go okay <laughs> this is i think this is a, an important issue so Robert Hoare is being attacked, right? The Trump-appointed Republican, and Karine Jean-Pierre, Republican, Robert Hoare. Trump did not say, Robert Hoare, you must now investigate President Biden. No. He did not appoint him to investigate. Right. Merrick Garland, the attorney general, mm-hmm. appointed. It was his decision to appoint Robert Hoare. I guess he should fire whoever appointed Merrick Garland. That's the first also, thing. Hur was a, a deputy to Mueller, right? Yeah. Like, this isn't, yeah. this, is, this isn't an out-there okay. pick. No. And, and the second thing is, how dare he, with the gratuitous explanation, tell us why he's not investigating? It should just be, we're not investigating, case closed, and and that's the end of it. End of discussion. He has to he explain. Has to. If you're going to say you're not going to investigate, you have to explain why. So he is going to explain why, and in thorough detail, 
this is the situation we find ourselves in. And I kind of feel like in some ways Biden wishes that he found him competent and he should have stood trial. Well, that, the trial gets stretched out forever. You can fundraise off it. Trump is, has done that. This is the bind they find themselves, yeah, themselves the in, which is, which is, hey, I'm totally not incompetent, in which case, oh. and my memory's great, in which case, okay, well, then why aren't you going to face charges for what this report says? Right. Hit the marks for uh, yeah. an actual crime. By the way, some some of the spin is that he was completely exonerated. That is not what the report yeah. says. It was not. Let's let's just go ahead and there's another clip where he mixes up Mexico and Egypt. And this one came, by the way, after the press conference was over. Imagine being the staffer. You were this close to go. He's about to leave, and then he turns back to the podium, and you know he's just gonna unleash something and saying that here it is. The conduct of the response in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that, uh, as you know, initially the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. I talked to Bibi to open the gate on the Israeli side. That's good stuff. By the way, you, you know when you like you text and you're about to like talk some junk about somebody and maybe you accidentally pull up the person you're about to talk junk about because that's the name that's in your head? That's him with world leaders. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like they need to ch- check the phone. Check. Not that I ever talk junk about anyone. I checked out. Who's on this? Check, check the phone. Double, triple check the number before he calls world leaders because we don't know. No. Who he's calling. So bad that Jeffrey Tubin on CNN, yes, he's back on CNN. Oh, my God. He was, the first thing he Jeffrey Tubin said after that was, Mexico? Mexico? Where did that come from? I think we know where it came from. Yeah. The excuses, however, not just for this, but for everything regarding Biden's condition right now are so amazing. Kate Bedingfield, who was the former Biden comms person. After the Mexico thing came up and Jeffrey Tubin was going after Biden saying, this is bad. She said, oh, I guarantee you every single person on this panel has made a gaffe just like this. Oh, come on. And certainly you say things, but oftentimes you might correct yourself after. He just kept on going. That's the first thing. Well, he's also said that he spoke with two yeah. world leaders who are dead. Yes. In the Helmut last Cole, several weeks. Francois Mitterrand twice. That's an issue. But- it does seem like an issue. So Paul Begala, we were talking about this before, and yes. he's sort of all over the place. So I think he has very mixed feelings about this. He somehow felt compelled to defend the president on this. When it was brought up on the panel yeah. that he's talking about dead people, Begala's excuse was, well, I've, no Bi- I've known Biden for decades. He's he's always done this. Well, does that make it better? I don't know. It's, I don't think it does. Uh, well, the, the, the other spin is that he was dealing with this interview in the wake of October October 7th. 7th. So he was very stressed out, which again, this is 3 a.m. phone call stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're dealing with a crisis and you can't competently speak to an investigator at the same time, that doesn't make people feel better. Let's play about now. Begala was saying he's done this forever, but he also dealt with the reality of the political part of this when he answered, I believe, was it on CNN, how this made him. Oh, yeah. Look, uh, I'm a Biden supporter. I, I, and I slept like a baby last night. I woke up every two hours crying and went to bed. Uh, this is this is terrible for Democrats. And a- anybody with a functioning brain knows that. 
Um, but here's what you do. Instead of calling a press conference saying, I really am sharp, you attack the other guy. You know, the, the, Joe Biden gave the strategy in 2012. He was, I remember he was vice president. And he said, don't compare us to the almighty, compare us mm -hmm. to the alternative. So everything with Biden has to be not, I'm great, but the other guy's really damaging, dangerous, a threat. You know, the, 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 this is an unlovely. John's exactly right, right? This Poor Paul really Begala rough, in many ways. You know, he gets, he, 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 he gets made fun of by a lot of people. And this goes all the way back. I'm not even going to mention what the Chiron said. He was made fun of years ago on Saturday Night Live. And you know who played him? Chris Kattan. Oh, yeah. And the Chiron was not kind, I'll say. That. I, I've worked with Begala, and I feel like during the Trump administration, his commentary and his analysis was far more grounded and less insane than so many other yeah. left of sure. center people. Sure. I appreciate this take because it's the one that the American people have. Let me just note, yeah. this is a poll that came out after this display meant to assure the American people about Biden. President Joe Biden, this is Politico reporting, President Joe Biden is too old for another term in the White House. An overwhelming majority of those surveyed in a new ABC uh, News Ipsos poll say, according to the poll, which was released Sunday after being conducted, conducted February 9th and 10th, the days following a report from the special counsel Robert Hur that described Biden as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, 86% of Americans think Biden, who is 81, yeah. is too old to serve another term. That includes 59% of those surveyed who said both Biden and former President Donald Trump, who is 77, are too old, too old to hold the office. 86 Percent. It's up there. It was a 75% issue last week. Now, this one could be like slightly elevated more. It might go back down well, wait till to the this, 70s. Wait till this week is through and also the number of Democrats. Yeah. Majority. Well, in, in American politics, just obviously you guys care about politics or you wouldn't probably listen to getting hammered on a regular basis. But just to get to the nitty gritty of polling. Yeah. Finding an issue that 86% yeah. of Americans agree with is- issue. Very tough. And they don't have an answer for this because you you want to tell them, okay, 86% of the American people yeah. feel this way. Yeah. But they don't have an out. They're stuck with him because the alternative is Kamala Harris or chaos. And they can't they can't do that. They have to, you know, they got a uh, you know Kamala by this way by by the way, right after this, yes. and we'll find the clip of this, gives a talk. She's sort of enlivened. She's She's ready to serve, she told yeah, she, uh, one quote, outlet this week. Quote, ready to serve. Not so sure about that. But she's she's like sort of hyped up about this and gives a not as disconcerting a speech as or performance as right. Biden did, but like not reassuring at all. Oh. She sounds like a little off her rocker. Yeah, yeah. I'm pointing to the direction of what I believe is the capital. And what needs to happen in terms of people who otherwise have evidenced themselves being having a feckless quality to show some courage to reject the false notion that suggests you're either in favor of the Second Amendment or you want to take everyone's guns away, when in fact it's just reasonable. I support the Second Amendment, but it's reasonable to say we need an assault weapons ban. It's reasonable to say we need universal background checks, that we need red flag laws. It's reasonable to say that if you want to deal with violence in the community, you also got to understand it's not only about mass shooting situations, which are horrific, and it's about everyday gun violence. Rambling. Rambling, odd, as she always is, unskilled as a public speaker, just 
the last kind of performance you'd want to turn in yeah. when it turns out you might have to be doing this job at some right. point. Mm -hmm. So that was not great for Democrats either. Meanwhile, I do enjoy this little bit of spin. Uh, Molly Jong Fast was on MSNBC and she had this to say about her and the rest of us and our thoughts on this. Norms are important, right? The reason we're so far along here is because norms have not been followed. I would say yeah. I don't think that her is a good faith actor. And I think that no. 345 pages of that show that. I mean, he's not a neurologist, right? If you want to weigh in on legal <laughs> things, that's fine. But, you know, the idea and again, to fault someone for saying they don't remember during a deposition when we've seen people like Dr. Anthony Fauci say that hundreds of times during a deposition, that's what you're supposed to say if you don't remember because you don't want to be wrong. And so I do think he sort of picked up things that are tactically tactics that people use and went and sort of was drew uh, conclusions that were not his conclusions to draw. Just, right. First of all, to say that, you know, on the one hand, I, can I just, using I, Anthony Fauci as a positive. Can I also just volunteer to be your vocal fry coach? Anyone <laughs> just come to me. Maybe I can help you get out of this loop. I mean, isn't that I love a good vocal fry. I, I, lo I love a good vocal fry, but that's not a good one. You love uh, a good vocal fry? How yeah, dare. Uh, it sort of depends. Uh, okay. <laughs> Who says it? So, anyway, I know got, somebody was a great vocal. Just fry. like it's true. Just like during COVID, mm -hmm. when you needed to be an epidemiologist oh. to see that children going to yeah. school would be okay. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. here you must be a neurologist yeah. to see what's going on with Biden. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not allowed to comment at all. No, no, no. Just shut your mouth. What you see, you can't shut your no. mouth. The New York Times, by the way, has an op-ed that notes this is a neuroscientist chiming in. As an expert on memory, I can assure you that everyone forgets. In fact, most of the details of our lives, the people we meet, the things we do and the places we go, will inevitably be reduced to memories that capture only a small fraction of those experiences. It is normal to be more oh, forgetful good. as good. you get older. I feel much better now. <laughs> Broadly speaking, voting for him. memory functions begin to decline in our 30s and continue to fade into old age. Oh, good. So it's getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing. And, you know, an hour... Our staff writer, Drew Holden, our media analyst, yes. Drew Holden, he has done a lot of great work on this. And just yesterday, did a whole comparison about, fine, you want to say that you have to be a doctor to make that pronouncement. Right. Two things. One, again, her has to give an explanation. And that was his explanation that he was forgetting things. If the Biden administration, by the way, feels that strongly and say, that's not true at all. He remembers all these things and we have the uh, transcripts and they're redacted. Why don't you unredact them and show us? Nope, not going to do that either. Well, so, that's the thing is okay. they're not exactly disputing what her said. They're no. just saying he shouldn't have said it. Show us the transcript. <laughs> if you think if you if you have the proof, right. if you have the proof. And the other thing, of course, is, as Jewel Holden points out, when it was Trump. Right. Oh, everybody was. Oh, like, full my goodness. stop. You don't need. You don't need. We're going to find some doctors who will tell us, but you don't need to. You don't need an act. You know, you know, he's not well. Now, this neuroscientist goes on to say, like, basically, AJ, nothing but a number, right? Like, uh -huh. oh, it, it, sometimes you can be quite lively in your yeah. 90s. OK, look, if the man were Dick Van Dyke tap dancing out across uh -huh. the East Room. Right. Nobody would have any mm -hmm. issues with it. They'd right. be like, that looks like a man who's got it together. But he's not Dick Van Dyke. Right. OK. And we're talking about a job of the president of the United States. Yes. I get it. People, you know, I have these issues myself from time to time for whatever reasons, but I'm not running. I must think in the midst of all this spin, mm -hmm. 
if you'll remember, let, let me congratulate us. When the idea was floated that Jon Stewart, or announced that Jon Stewart would be taking the helm of the oh, Daily yes. Show again once per week, uh. we said, you know, if the guy who did the bit on the Colbert show about yeah. the Wuhan yeah. lab is like sort guy. of sort of sensible, slightly based, yeah, old guy really, John Stewart who doesn't care about what it's still think obviously about. left of center, you like, know. I'm but. okay. I would be interested in that. And here he comes out on his first appearance with some thoughts on Joe Biden's performance. And by the way, this goes on for eight minutes. It deals with both Trump and Biden. The whole eight minutes is worth watching. It's good. Here he goes. These two candidates, they are both similarly challenged. And it is not crazy to think that the oldest people in the history of the country to ever run for president might have some of these challenges. Now, Democrats will say that any criticism like this, especially of Biden, is unfair because you just don't know Biden like they know Biden. President Biden, who I've been around uh, numerous times just in this last year, is sharp. He's focused. He's bright. He is sharp intensely probing and detail-oriented and focused. This is a man who is sharp, who is on top of his game, who knows what's going on. He's smart. He's on his game. I was in almost every meeting with the president, and the president was in front of and on top of it all, coordinating and directing leaders who are in charge of America's national security, not to mention our allies around the globe. Did anyone film that? <laughs> because if you're... If you're telling us behind the scenes he is sharp and full of energy and on top of it and really in control and leading, you should film that. <laughs> that would be good to show to people instead of a TikTok where he goes... It's just, I mean, it's just common sense. It's, okay, so first, <laughs> again, so many thoughts, and I don't know what I did. Okay, but I will say this immediately, what what I thought of uh, when you, the compilation of his defenders, it is like the guy, or the girl you know, I'll say, the guy you know, and everybody's like, you know, his girlfriend is a real B, right? We all hear and And he goes, you don't know what she's like when it's just mm-hmm. the two of us. You know, you she's so sweet. She's so nice. She's amazing. You know, just the outside here. You might think this, but in fact, it's not. And the truth is, like we, we all, we know all what the see truth what is. we see. Right. Yeah. The other thing is, just the other day, he did another press conference with the King of Jordan. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the uh, press conference, he once again got confused and was sort of roaming around behind the king, not sure where to stand. It wasn't a good look. I'm just going to say no. uh, he didn't. It's Roomba style. He, that's it. Uh, by the, by yeah. the way, J- Jill Biden, very upset oh. about this personal attack. Yeah. Let me just say this one final thing about the release, the transcript. They said, oh, you know, he wasn't like that at all. Right. He mm-hmm. remembered Bo's day. And like, why don't you show it? I'll tell you the other thing that came to my mind as an Oliver Stone Nixon aficionado. Mm-hmm. There is a scene towards the end of the movie where Nixon is there with Al Haig, played by Powers Booth. And they're like, okay, you know, we're we're on the verge of impeachment here, and this could get really bad, okay, because they passed the articles with you know impeachment and the whole thing. I mean, right. we're on the verge and suggesting resigning, and what's going to happen? And and Nixon's like, no, I'm never, I'm never going to resign this office. He says, and Al Haig says, sir, if I may be so frank, 
we should welcome the subpoena for the tapes. He goes, why is that? He goes, because the tapes will prove that Al, that John Dean's a liar, right? That's what we've been saying. It'll prove it if we show them the tapes. And Nixon's like, yeah, about that. So I'm just going to say one more time about those transcripts. Release the transcripts if that is the case. Can we talk about the other old guy running oh, yeah, for president? Sure. As John Stewart rightly notes, they are both old, although I would say Trump shows at least more vigor, if not more like. Oh, certainly more vigor. Necessarily competence on the trail. What did he have to say about NATO? Well, it was recently revealed because, you know, the situation in Ukraine, as you know, and and Putin and and everything that is happening and all the revelations following the Tucker interview that, you know, Putin really does see himself not as sort of a savior of the Soviet Union, but as a savior of the Russian Empire. You know, these are his plans. Good, healthy things. His designs. And somehow it it got revealed that, that, that Trump was saying that, you know, a lot of the countries in NATO, the ones that don't pull their weight and pay their fair share and do the equal amount of contribution to the the alliance. Right. Putin should invade them. Well, not necessarily a good idea, I would say this. If I was working for Trump, I would say, well, as you know, Trump is a is is a very powerful businessman. His his, his background is in mm-hmm. business. And mm-hmm. if he has people that, you know, are, are not paying their their rent, let's say, or their leases. He's going to, you know, this is how he operates, but we better, we're going to kick you out. You got to pay your fair share and maybe it just might work to get them to pay. And the crazy thing is a lot of those NATO countries did end up during the Trump administration contributing more because they believe he is crazy enough to do something like this. No, this is crazy works, except for in this case, it's not like Reagan. In this case, really crazy. Yeah. No, no, that's not not good. But it might work. (laughs) It might. I mean, this is the thing. This is, and this is yeah. the thing about all the spin yeah. is that I will I will concede huh. easily that mm-hmm. both of these choices have significant yeah. problems. Mm-hmm. And you could look at either of them and be like, golly, I, yeah. I think voting for that guy is going to lead to some certain destruction. And I just mm-hmm. can't do it with a mm-hmm. good conscience. The Democrats, by picking Biden and Republicans, by picking Trump, have made this a tough call yeah <laughs> for for different reasons but it is not an easy call and all everyone to the left of center is like easy call easy call so he's an old guy who forget things easy call it's right. not an easy call i for the I, rest of us this is not an, i yeah, watched yeah. that press conference and i had deep concerns yeah. about the security of the nation mm-hmm. right now right now yeah, right now and of so, course, he was asking where Nikki Haley's husband was. And of course, oh, Trump. Yeah, oh, yeah, Trump. <laughs> yeah, I should just note that that's trash. That like the yeah. news cycles go by so quickly. By the way, had Biden shut his mouth and not done this press conference, the Super Bowl news cycle was coming within a day and a half. Yeah, he could have. Now, it, it certainly would have been a problem because the American people see it as a problem right. that he has these memory issues and these uh-huh. health issues. But he didn't have to add to it. Every and time it he takes it, they could have ridden that. I, one well, out. I think Trump thinks that, you know what, I'm taking too much of a lead now. Over Biden, I like to keep it close because you know I'm so, obsessed with good so ratings. What, so what I I'll do keep it is uh, is I'll is I'll trash a guy yeah. who's deployed with the National Guard yeah. to serve his country yeah. and his whose wife is running against me. Yeah. That good stuff. And and by the way, people right of center who used to say that honoring our soldiers and military oh. service and their families was important, will all go. Hey, you know politics ain't beanbag. <laughs> yeah. Hey, toughen up, Buttercup. Yeah, yeah. Toughen up. You know he doesn't mean it. Okay. Speaking of the Super Bowl news cycle. Hey. We got to get to that. Okay. 
But just just an hour. Just an hour. <laughs> we might just do mental acuity Super yeah. Bowl. That's, okay. Is that I'm all really, we're doing? I know. I think we're up. I think we're all caught up. Yeah. Okay. Super Bowl. Uh, what do you want to get to first about the Super Bowl? How about the game itself? Did you like I mean, the game? Is, what did you think? What did, what, did you, what did you think the game itself? Really okay. quickly. The game was obviously mm-hmm. sort of boring for the first. Oh my half. gosh! I talk was... about a slow burn. Although it was like Baltimore and Pittsburgh or something. It was a Sorry. weird in the olden days. Not now. Baltimore is great. I understand. It was a weird combination of sort of like a bit incompetent and boring. Yeah. Because there were a lot of fumbles, a lot, a lot of, of turnovers, penalties, a lot, lot of penalties. penalties. Uh, oh my gosh. But it got good. It got good. That yeah, OT heated. Not it, mad at that. It heated up just like the just like the way they planned it. Just like the script said. Look, on the on uh, Fox News Sunday, I was forced to pick, Ooh. and I did I did pick the Chiefs. Yeah, because betting against Pat Mahomes in the playoffs mm-hmm. seems like a bad move to me. Mm-hmm. Although my heart was sort of worth with that sweet Brock Purdy. Um, <laughs> He's a kid, and you know what? <laughs> what? I he'll like be back. that dude. Yeah, he'll, be he'll definitely be back. He'll be back. So the OT was fun. Uh-huh. I love that the Super Bowl is maybe our only remaining shared cultural experience. Uh, yeah, and apparently it, more people watched that not since like the moon landing, the ratings. So many. Another yeah. faked event. Yeah, oh, another faked event. <laughs> Again, where was the blast crater? Another no blast crater event. from the lunar expansion module. Uh, okay, and Biden didn't need to appear and do the interview. No, look, I'm, I'm happy if no, he doesn't. No, politics and sports. He, you know, he doesn't want to talk to 100 million people. No. <laughs> You know what? It makes me happy that he does yeah, it because I, I don't know. care to see I, it. Yeah, yeah. But it's strategically not wise for the White House. It was also a great, it was a great win Except for- Except he can't do it. Yes. It was also a great win for Latin mass goers. And how is that possible? Because the kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs, Harrison Butker, not only a Catholic, but a Latin mass guy. Look at that Go guy. crazy. So I guess Pope there Francis was, a, was rooting against him. There was a lot of- there was, <laughs> Sorry. It's a little joke for some of my Catholic <laughs> friends there. Yeah. That's niche. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's very niche. There's a lot of Holy Spirit on the- on the football field. Yeah, oh. A lot of people openly very, talking yes, about their faith. Including Mahomes. Yep, yeah, it's good oh, stuff. Okay. What was not great stuff, by the way, I'm going to do a little bit of buzzkill here. Okay. Because I want to get to the commercials. Sure, in halftime. Yeah, halftime. I want to talk about that. But before I get to that, Travis Kelsey, who I like in general, yes, opened up on Andy Reid, his coach. Oh, yeah. In the second quarter, I that believe it was. That became a meme. Yes. It became a meme. And I actually used it as a meme. I, and then saw, I, felt, I read your meme. And then I felt a little guilty for using it as a meme because I actually think his behavior was very bad. And I'm not a sensitive lady. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of sports. This seemed out of line to me. It seemed disproportionate to what was happening on the field. We were just in the second quarter. It's not that it's not important. It's obviously Super Bowl. Super Bowl. But like, you're a grown man. You're very good at your sport. He is your coach. And he's an old guy. And you were like, what is he, like 6'5", six, 6'7", six, yeah. and gigantic? You and can't he, control these guys. And he- he, are like, giants knocked. who make millions of dollars. He, Something. he body checked Andy Reid and got in his face and yelled at him. And I just thought, that's that's not how you do that. It's bad sportsmanship. It's bad for the team. Does anyone in fact know what exactly I guess it, I think he was just mad that he got taken off. Okay. I mean, uh, it's the kind of thing that you're supposed to keep in the locker room. You're going to have these yes. issues. You yell, go ahead, have it, but not out in front for everybody to see. So, it. well, here, I'll, I'll play a little control. bit of Kelsey talking about it. Because I, I really thought, if, if it were me, because he's got all this goodwill and everyone's yeah. watching him all the time. So, yeah. like, get it under control. If it were me, on the while accepting the Super Bowl trophy, I'd be like, I just want to shout out to my coach, who I was, like, a little out of line, and I apologize. I would just do it there. Yeah. 
just headline that while he was belting out viva las vegas right after the viva Uh, las vegas which i did not have a problem with but here's him talking about that incident i got the greatest coach this game has ever seen he's unbelievable at not only dialing up plays and having everybody prepared but he's one of the best leaders of men that i've ever seen in my life and um, he's helped me a lot with that with channeling that emotion with channeling that passion and um I owe my entire career to that guy and being able to um, kind of control um, how uh, how emotional I get. And um, I just love him. Was it frustrating when that not when you only had like one catch through? How about this? I'm sorry, Coach Reed. <laughs> I was out of line. Yeah. I'm really passionate. That's what I, I really want. I want to win as much as he does. And so I'm just going to yell at him about it and I get all riled up. Again, I, it is, it, I don't think it paid a lot of I know coaches get paid. Andy Reid gets paid a lot of money. I get it. But trying to corral these guys into doing and not committing penalties because of things like taunting and unsportsmanlike right. conduct that, you know, is going to cost you five, 10, 15 uh, yard penalties. But they're like, it was worth it because I got in his face. You right. know, it goes back for me to another great Oliver Stone movie, Any Given Sunday, and the late great Jim <laughs> Brown. Okay. He tells Al Pacino, he says, you know, it's, it's just not, you know, dealing with these guys. I mean, you know, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, just coach these guys. Forget about going back to college. He says, you know what? You got you to go back to high school. That's where it's purest. It's purest. And they're not going to do stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, look, it's an aggressive. Unless it's varsity blues. It's an aggressive sport with a lot of aggressive people in it hyped yeah. up on like the most yeah. stakes yeah. and most yeah. emotion. In the center of it all. That you can possibly be game. on. But I just thought, yeah, not good sportsmanship. Say you did wrong. Possibly take a little punishment yeah. for it. But here's the thing. We don't punish winners. Like, the, the the glow the afterglow no, of this was just yeah. Travis and Taylor dancing out of the clubs. Oh, yeah. But and the best beer. the best part of any clip on the internet is not Travis and Taylor. It is Jason Kelsey in a luchador mask wandering around Vegas. Wow. Rung off his ass. Oh yeah. Almost falling into plants. I mean it's fantastic. And oh, shout out to my favorite character, Jason Kelsey's wife. Kylie. Character <laughs> in the script. Yeah, Jason Kelsey's wife Kylie would not go so far as to wear any chief. I noticed Chiefs that. Gear. People are noticing that she wore Bearcats gear, which is of course where yeah. both Kelseys played in college, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati. it's red, right? Yeah. Cincinnati Bearcats gear. But I just want to shout out to her because that's the opposite of a thing that I have ranted about before, which is I'm wearing Tennessee orange for him. Oh, okay. yeah. This woman mm-hmm. has a team. Yeah. And she's not deviating mm-hmm. from that, even yeah. when her brother-in-law is on the field no. for the Super no. Bowl. And, and I what, love it. Was Taylor wearing red? Yes. Okay. I mean, well, actually, Taylor had a black, black outfit yes, on with, a, yes. I think she had a red That's a jacket. different album. As you know, the color corresponds with a different. So yeah. I have been told. Well, did you know that the Chiefs won from the 13-yard line? Her favorite number. I should note also for his part, coach Andy Reid was pretty chill about the exchange and said that Kelsey keeps him young and he just didn't have his feet under him as if it was like sort of a mm-hmm. an innocent misunderstanding. But I just think like there's a lot of kids watching this game and that's not that's no. not the thing. That no, we, don't do that to your coach. Yeah, don't do that to your coach. And I know we're all sparkly about Travis Kelsey right now because he's wearing his like reputation era glitter suit oh, into the into the field. But not not a good moment. No. Okay. There were many other good moments, yeah, including the halftime show. How did we feel about that, Vic? I think I've previewed my feelings. Well, Mary Catherine, I was watching the show with my in-laws. So no, no, it was a terrible halftime show. 
what are these people doing up here? These you, you, these new young acts. <laughs> this is what they do. This 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 the stuff. You know what's happening. Yeah. I haven't. You know it hasn't been good since I don't know when. Nineteen sometime mm-hmm. in the eighties, maybe seventies. Yeah. When it was just what happened to the marching bands? Okay. So anyway, hey, there was a marching band out there. There was, and I did they see were it. fantastic. I, I did see the marching band. I'm so old. I know Usher, and I mentioned this on the last show. I know Usher from She's All That, and also because he played the DJ. Also, he has the song that I recognize from the Will Smith movie Hitch, which I'm not going to hum. But it's a funny, it's a funny song. So I said, "Oh, this guy, I know, I know Usher, but I don't really know any of the other songs." I can tell the crowd's going crazy though, including the fake crowd. Right. Um, you know, they're all actors down there, and and then I could tell other people appeared. I did recognize Alicia Keys. Yes. The you know the I there's one song that she sang, sings that I actually do like. It reminds me of back in the day. Is she does a song on called New York, and I just remember being on a cruise ship. In Alaska, listening to that. And I was like, oh, it's a good song. And then other people appeared and people were going crazy. Vic yeah, that's Ill- right, Jennifer. Vic illustrating he definitely was not in the generation for no, this. No. I'm like, you know how show. people are too old to run for president, too old to be in the podcast. This is what's happening. And then, you know, I'm reading later. And, oh, my gosh, Little John. I couldn't tell you who Little John is or where, where who, what, what. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you anything. And there was somebody else that appeared and everyone was going crazy. Didn't know who it was. Somebody else. Somebody else. That appeared. Okay, give it, I'm done. That's all I had to say about the halftime show, Mary Somebody Casper. else that appeared is only one of the most it? distinctive, joyful, amazing, flawless rap voices oh. of the past several generations, Chris Ludacris Bridges. Oh. I would, I From Atlanta, Georgia. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't and I believe you. we have a clip of that flawless performer right now. He's my fave, in case you haven't noticed. Now my outfit's ridiculous. In the club looking so conspicuous. Proud, these women all on the prowl. If you hold the head steady, I'm a milky cow. Forget about game. I'm a spit the truth. One side till I get them in their birthday suit. So give me the rhythm and the we all with that clothes and bend over to the front. First of all, speaking to the generational Uh, issue here, that song is 20 years old. No, this is the thing. Uh, You get to a certain age and then everything is just kids. So it's like for my in-laws, it's like, you know, Prince, ah, that all these new young acts, like pretty remember when Prince was on, may he rest in peace. But you know, (laughs) oh no, there was one most recently and and, and everyone was complaining, all the young people just like, what are are all these old acts? But they know who's watching Right, so yes, so the torch has been passed. There was a lot of time that the boomer generation was the generation given fan service because they Uh were the ones who were grown and had disposable income and were the target for the ads. I loved U2's performance 20 years ago. And then there was a Gen X period and now we are solidly millennial right now. And I do believe that the show with Snoop, Dre, Cameo by 50 Cent a couple years ago, that one was fantastic. I loved that show. That one was combo Gen X millennial. Usher, Ludacris, Lil Jon, Alicia Keys, firmly millennial. The torch has been passed, and I think it was a good show. I w- my only critique would be, Usher has a lot of songs, mm-hmm. and I think they moved too quickly from song to song. I wish they had let it burn a little bit, if you will. Did you like him uh, shirtless? He's like in his 40s. <laughs> the way... He's 45. <laughs> I looked it up. The way that the party uh-huh. 
I was at oh. exploded. Oh, yeah. For Usher. But even more for Ludacris's entrance. Wow. <laughs> because the man is a crowd pleaser. Just, He's a yeah. crowd pleaser. My my kids ask well, for, my kids ask a lot of questions like, why are y'all all dancing and singing to this? How do, how do you all right. know the lyrics? Because you'll every, have you, you know you, you'll have your parents staring at you, what is this yeah. stuff, and you have your kids staring at you, what every, is this stuff? Every millennial yeah. mom in that room, yeah. having had one or two cocktails, was like, been over to the floor and touch your toe. I mean, they're like, I'm a lady in the street, but I'm freaking a bet. They're it's just it was. Everybody went haywire. But my kids asked why, why I like Ludacris so much. Uh-huh. One, he's from Georgia. Two, during my college career, he was like the hot. He was, yeah. Three, he has many daughters and Belgian Malinois. So I think someday we're destined to be friends. But last, I told them, and I think Did you I, say he has many daughters. Many daughters. Many daughters. And he's he has he's a great family man. Uh, oh, go go go! I thought you meant like many daughters and many moms. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. He's like happily oh, married. Oh, okay. Devoted oh, person, oh. yes. But I think he has three or four daughters and owns Belgian mouse. So someday we're going to be buddies. But most importantly, I told them, you know how mom likes Reba McIntyre. Great job on the anthem. Oh yes. You know how mom likes Reba McIntyre because when Reba sings, her voice is uh-huh. so distinctive yeah. and it stands out from everyone uh-huh. else's and you just have to pay attention. Uh-huh. That's what Ludacris is for rapping. <laughs> I think this is a comparison that neither Reba nor Luda would be offended by. No, no. And they were both there it's last nice. night making my perfect yeah. playlist into a Super Bowl. Performance. And she looked great. She did look great. Boots in the fur. Yeah, boots in the fur. T-Pain called her out as well. It was lovely. <laughs> shouted, her, shouted her out. Oh, the collabs were so good. Anyway, the the point being, so, every millennial. I'm glad mom, I was able to defer to you on the halftime. Show. Every millennial mom got what yeah. she wanted that night, which is to feel like you're in the club approximately once per year, but also be on your couch with snacks. Usher with a shirt off, not mad about it. Ludicrous, not mad about it. And one more thing, mm-hmm. any performer who adds roller, roller skates. skates to a live performance and succeeds, frankly, even if you failed. I would give you credit because that is a huge risk. Oh, and that's what entertainment is slip. about. You could slip, and he's going so smoothly in different directions. I was Amazing. pro. I was definitely pro roller skates. Yeah, that's the. That's one of the few things I, I was can do. transported to Wheels Roller Rink. Yeah, in Durham, North Carolina, circa yeah. 1987. I'm and glad you were it. part of roller skate culture because obviously I was. As I always well. wanted to be able to roller yeah, skate like yeah. that, uh-huh. and it is a the, real. The, I'll tell you that the, the only the only thing I didn't like ro- about the roller skating rink is when the DJ would say, "Okay, next is ladies' choice," and then you know immediately, that's when I used to have. That's when I go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta go. I'm taking a break. <laughs> yeah. I, otherwise, I'd be out there. Okay, should we talk about commercials real quick? Yeah. What was your favorite one? Man, I actually had to make a list. Oh, you had to make a list. I did. Okay. This show's never ending. I will <laughs> I will say this. I, the first commercial I saw, because it got leaked, it was on Twitter before it went up live on uh, the Super Bowl, was the anti-Semitism commercial. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I thought that was something because it's two things that happened. And if you haven't seen it, it's the mom with the kids. She's busy. She's got to take the girls out. They're going somewhere. And somebody has spray painted a swastika and other things on their the side of their house. On the garage door, rather. And the kid's like, what is that? Because the kids don't understand. And she's just like, get in the car. Just get in the car. Get in the car. And there's a neighbor. And the neighbor's name is, they call him Mr. Tony. He has no dialogue in this. But he's just working on his muscle car. Right. So let's assume their family's Jewish. I'm going to assume Mr. Tony's Italian. Okay. Because you'd be called Mr. Tony. Come on. 
And he's doing his thing. And he looks over. He's like, what? Something's clearly wrong. And then he sees what it is. And you can just see the look on his face. She leaves. And then the commercial, and it, 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 it flashes forward. She pulls back into the house, into the car, uh, into the driveway, rather. And it's white. The garage door is white. And she's like, what happened? How did this happen? And she looks over. There's still Mr. Tony working on his car. But much like my dirty boots right now, I just did the I same thing, that. by the way. <laughs> covered in white paint. Yeah. His black boots are covered in white paint. She looks at him. She just mouths, thank you. And he doesn't say anything. And he just looks at her. like, like this, because it's just Oh, I like that a lot. I will say this. Everyone's talking about the Dunkin' Donuts ad. I mean. Did you like that one? It was so good. I believe we have a little clip okay. of that one. I don't think you should do this. Last year she came to my work. Now I got to show her what I can do. He's here. Ah, flat on the track. What up, bro? How do you like them donuts? I'm so sorry. You had to see it, but I forgive you. Lay us on the track. Are we going to be on the album? We talked about this. Let's go. You're blinded by them pinstripes. Wrap it up. Here goes Babe Ruth. Tom, you can stay. You remember what I told you I'd do anything? <laughs> Every bit of it is good. Every bit of it. How do you like them donuts? It's a great reference. This has been F like yeah. coming in with his Boston crew to convince J-Lo that this boy band act should be on her album. Her performance yeah. is great. His performance is great with the accent, which my friend who's from Massachusetts is like, that's not even an exaggerated accent. No, he could have gone further. Unabashedly. The Tom Brady cameo, great. Pans to Matt Damon, perfect. The whole thing yeah. is so fun. I like that. I like that. Isn't Fat Joe in there too? Yes, I yeah. believe he is. There was also a BMW commercial with Christopher Walken. Oh, I missed and that one. everywhere he goes, waiters, valets, you name it, they all greet him doing Christopher Walken impressions. And they found people who do fantastic yeah. impressions of Christopher Walken. The car looked, okay, fine, I'm not going to get this car. It looked like one of these BMW electric things. Eh. But he's great. The people are great. He's got a sense of humor about it. I'm a big Christopher Walken fan. I like that one. Michael Sarah, who oh, that I still one was remembered good. from, of course, Arrested Development. That one got so much movies, hype pre-Super Bowl. Oh, that it I knew, did. I, I knew totally it was missed coming. It, I knew it I was coming. I think it's funny, Sarah yeah. V, which is in our house. Yeah, it's funny. People use that. Uh, so, uh, did you have any other, uh, I liked the, I believe it was an NFL Sunday ticket ad that talked about the migration, the yearly migration of the Seahawks. Oh yes. Uh, it was good. They were, and the Ravens. Yeah. yeah the Eagles. <laughs> and the Eagles yeah, it was, it was and had actual football players mm-hmm. flying through the sky because that's just a dad joke mm-hmm. turned into a Super Bowl commercial for $7 million. Yeah. And I like <laughs> it. I like it. More of that please. There was also Arnold Schwarzenegger, but we'd seen teasers for that as well for State well, Farm. And one quick note. Yeah. The Robert Kennedy Ooh, ad. How as about soon, that? As soon as that jingle kicked in. Yes. Now, I'm in a room that is way oversampled for political sure. football fans, right? And head snapped, I tell you. Head snapped. Yeah, I was curious. As what did soon people as that think kicked in, I, I saw it, and I think the consensus in the room was like, bold. Yes. Attention grabbing, of course. Totally. It's done by his pack, so he technically doesn't know what they're doing. Probably worth the buzz. 
and worth the nostalgia play. I, oh my god! For people who go, well, I think the Kennedys are trash and always have been. But yeah. people, a lot of people, yeah, including probably the Dunkings from Massachusetts, mm-hmm. look at the Kennedy yeah. family of that era and go, politics used to be better. Yeah, maybe we could be better again. And if they see the name Kennedy on a bunch of ballots somewhere, yeah. ballot access still very much in mm-hmm. question. Right. Maybe that could mean something. Also, people like us are obviously going to talk about it. Of course, I think. The, the weird thing is people who were able to, people who could recall like, oh, I remember there, I was at that time during the 1960, you know, election, the campaign and the Kennedy jingle is so great. And it rings, reminds me of when I was young, you know, those people are probably about 80 right now, which is weird. Right. But somehow I, I, I'd seen that commercial myself before and I knew the song and I thought to myself, I mean, I remember thinking at the time whenever I first saw it was. That's pretty good, and yeah. it sticks, and it's it's, yes. it's it's such a throwback. Politics with jingles would be much more tolerable, just in general. And, and Ooh, can a, you imagine a, a Trump yeah. or a Biden jingle? Let's try to write those. Someone send something in to me. As opposed to a, a, a theme song, because I, I always go back to Clinton's Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow, which was very effective. Biden's uh, would be memory, 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 memory. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Kennedy family not happy about that, by the way. Yeah. It's but- his uncle. But uh, I thought it was very, maybe then, it's effective. I thought it was a, good. Then he gets a whole other news cycle about oh, him being ticked yeah. off about it, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We have like no time left. No. So what I'm going to do. My goodness, the clock. What I'm going to do is quickly run through a couple of stories. First, that Israel is continuing its yeah. ground operation in Gaza and airstrikes in, in Gaza. In Rafah. They are way down in Rafah at this point. Of course, many of the left saying don't touch Rafah. There's all these civilians there. As usual, the Gaza authorities saying you've killed a billion people these figures are not yeah, the gaza health ministry these are not reliable figures just keep that in mind always and on the night of the super bowl israel announced that they rescued two hostages yeah. who have been there since october 7th yeah. two men because the men of course have been you know stuck there a uh, few women yeah, still as Argentines. well and still the children the one-year-old and the four-year-old yeah. i believe with their family but two guys came two yeah men came home and that is so encouraging, although yeah. the whole thing is so hard. They were promised that they would get their medication during their time, oh, in, yes. you know, in captivity. But they way to go, Red Cross! But they didn't get that. Don't forget the tunnel that was uncovered under UNRWA headquarters. Yeah, which we had no idea. I know it's it's always worse. Yeah, than they say it is. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like Israel will allege something, but Israel's pretty careful about what they allege, yeah. and then it will. Uh, invariably ends up worse yeah. when it when it comes to the UN. And you know, people were, who are decrying the operations in Rafah, Jamal Bowman, the squad Democratic congressman right. from New York, or if you want to take Joe Biden and King Hussein the other day at their press conference, none of them mentioned in the middle of the whole Rafah operation that two hostages you know, were free. It's almost like regrets that uh, this happened. Like all of the framing of the all the framing right. of the stories on it yeah. is. Dozens killed in operation to rescue two mm-hmm. hostages who are Israeli. Right. If they would give back the hostages and stop, yeah. And Hamas stopped being in charge of Gaza, this wouldn't need to be an operation. Yeah. So it's all sort of framed that way. I want to add also that this shooting at the Osteen Church oh, right. in Texas, just real quickly, the facts yeah, of please. this 36-year-old female mm-hmm. was the, the perpetrator. She was killed by police, two off-duty police officers who were acting as security for the church. She had an AR-15 that she had bought legally in December. She had a seven-year-old boy, her biological son, with her who was injured in this event. 
he is in the hospital, so prayers up for him. Really disturbing situation. Glad that it was stopped by these two off-duty mm-hmm. officers quickly. Another man was shot in the leg. I believe he's in the hospital, mm-hmm. but largely okay. The gun had a Palestine sticker yeah. on it, but there's no motive noted yet. Motive unclear. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, which is technically fine. You you know, yeah. the Take person some time is to figure it out. mentally not well, obviously. I just want to say, if the sticker said Trump 2024 mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. MAGA, do you think they would be like, oh, we're not sure? I don't think they would, Vic. On MSNBC? I don't think they would. And then lastly, a uh, big shout out to Senator Daines, who is running ah. the NRSC. Oh, right. Yeah. Which is That's in right. charge of Senate races. Yeah. The the map for Republicans, as we refer to it in political circles, is very good for Republicans, yeah. meaning that they are not defending as many seats in tough states no. as Democrats yeah. are. So chances are pretty good for them. Yeah. Now, with Trump at the top of the ticket, in all likelihood, does that get <laughs> trickier and trickier? Yes, it does. But Senator Daines is making a bunch of moves to make it easier for Republicans, including recruiting none other than former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan yeah. to run in Maryland, which is a blue state mm-hmm. where he nonetheless, as a Republican, has won by impressive margins, even with Trump at the top right. of the ticket. He is not a conservative he has to he's a maryland voter republican right he has to appeal to them it is maryland but this will force democrats to spend a lot of money in maryland that they had not planned to spend other victories have come in west virginia where Manchin will not be running the only democrat who could win in west virginia jim justice the republican governor is running there and finally in montana his home state trump endorsed tim sheehy who Mm. is the military veteran yeah running to to be a senator there there was another sort of maga more maga leaning guy who matt rosendale who was going to try to get trump's endorsement and i am betting that danes had a lot to do with heading that off and that makes things much easier for republicans in that state the key for them is wanting to actually win (laughs) i'm just gonna say that because mark levin had sent out this 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 tweet about larry hogan running and saying rhino don't vote for him you know I'd rather have no loaf than half a loaf. Good. <laughs> no, I, my one of my first thoughts when I read about the several victories of Senator Danes that were competent and well-managed, yeah. I thought to myself, how long before we fire this guy? Oh, yeah. Because, like, we don't want this. Yeah, yeah, too much of a good thing, Mary Catherine. I'm, I'm tired of winning. No. I'm yeah, tired of winning. Yeah, much like this show. Okay, that wraps up this episode of Getting Hammered. Remember, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. You can follow me on Twitter at Victorino Mattis. I'm at MK Hammer on Twitter at MK Hammer Time on Instagram. And you can follow me for all sorts of ludicrous news <laughs> if you ever need any. Thank you for being here. Thanks for getting hammered responsibly. This has been a Nebulous Media Podcast. Okay.